It's episode 173 of Leading Ladies of Corpus Christi, and I'm sitting in my dining room with the one and only Angela Murray. I've been a fan of yours forever. So, like, truly, I've been following you ever since I found out that you're the one who opened up CC Ballroom by the Bay? Yeah, by the Bay. (laughs) And uh, you are a professional ballroom and country dancer. You're also a dance instructor and a dance competitor. Yes. You are... (laughs) <laughs> a badass like I was like, I, yeah and I always knew I wanted to talk to you but I feel weird about just jumping into people's dms without yeah. having <laughs> formally met them mm-hmm. we still hadn't formally met but you and I had an exchange on Instagram and I was like now's my time <laughs> I can jump in now yes. <laughs> yeah because I hate just coming out of the blue because it's like yeah. we don't have any sort of anything like, yet like you know cold call <laughs> that and I don't like just coming at people like I want something or need yeah. something from them you know um anyway so thank you for accepting my invitation oh, of course thank and you for having me yes thank you for being willing to take a shot with me cheers to angela Woo-hoo. yes ma'am oh and she did she finished uh, what was in there oh yeah you're amazing <laughs> oh my gosh so how was your day today it was good yeah i um well what did i do <laughs> i taught and um kind of prepped i'm actually leaving tomorrow to go to a competition wow. in austin so congratulations because thank you, you i saw you you posted something not that long ago that you had just competed like for the first time in four years like really recently yeah in march yes and i think you you ended up doing like really well yeah um i hate saying like i won because i don't I <laughs> don't hate it it's fucking awesome I'm all, i won and i scored the highest you can score to make it's fine <laughs> <laughs> but see that's what i'm talking about like hello yeah. you like and I get well if you don't mind we'll get into why you didn't compete for four years but you didn't compete for four Mm -hmm. years and then you're like okay I'm ready and then you go in and you sweep it like (laughs) come on amazing thank you you so much it was awesome yes okay so question Mm -hmm. were you inclined to dance when you were super young or was this something that came later like how how did it all begin like your love of dance so um my mother took me to the nutcracker when I was like three I guess or almost three and I was like I want to be that girl referring to Clara which you have if you haven't seen the nutcracker like go see it at least once Mm -hmm. it's amazing um And so she put me in ballet lessons and I think the rest is kind of history. I did ballet until I was 16. I started doing ballroom when I was 11. Wow. And then at 16, I kind of transitioned out of doing ballet and just doing ballroom full time. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, doing both at a high level, just like how you have to use your muscles is very different. Yes. So I remember being in ballet class. And this specifically, like I remember where I was at the bar. I grew up at Monroe Ballet Studios, wow. so shout out to them. Yes. They're awesome, and they're still um, around. They've they're been still around. around. No, they're amazing. Um, Monroe Ballet Studios, Corpus Christi Ballet. Like, if you have a child that's interested in ballet, like 100%, send them over there. They're awesome, amazing people. And um, I was like, yeah, no, I can't. I can't do both. <laughs> My yeah. muscles can't do both. So yeah. I transitioned out of ballet. I still taught ballet. Um, but I transitioned into just focusing on my ballroom, started teaching and competing wow. professionally. At, they won't let you compete professionally until you're 17. Yes. So, um, I was already teaching full time at 16 though. Compete professionally for the first time at 17. Wow. And I mean, and this is all while juggling like school. Yeah. Like high school. Normal stuff. Yeah. I was homeschooled. Thank okay. God. Yes. Yeah. Okay, that works. Yeah. So my mom was a teacher and then she taught me all through school and that helped a lot because, mm-hmm. you know, I was able to go to 
go to ballet seven days a week. <laughs> well, that's, oh, okay, but that actually explains a lot because, yeah, I, like I'm looking at some of your credentials, right? Mm-hmm. And like a little bit of your background. You were the youngest professional on the NDCA circuit, which what is I the was. NDCA? So the NDCA is the National Dance Council of America. Okay. And um, that is our, there's actually a new organization now. Okay. So there's kind of some drama around that. Oh. But um, <laughs> I don't know the, like all the tea on that, but um, <laughs> at the time, you know, that was really the only organization in America for ballroom dancing and yeah I mean as I was I was the youngest he was out there 17 years old (laughs) I'm like Corpus Christi did y'all know that we had Angela in our midst like this is the kind of stories (laughs) that you you uh see and like documentaries about people you know what I mean but but truly that's when I'm like okay like you are an athlete and like a legitimate athlete. Thank you. Yeah. Well, and also, uh, I, I, I'm all over the place because it's there's okay. so many <laughs> because I want to go back on some things that you talked, but speaking yeah. of your being an athlete, you're mm-hmm. also a sponsored athlete for Evolve Apparel. Yes. Which I, think is really cool. I love Danny. Yeah. Shout out to Danny. He's awesome. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm like, okay, I need to like start, uh, investing in some of their pieces cause mm-hmm. they're really cute. And of course you do a great job of like yeah. selling it. So Thank well you. done. Okay. So I want to go back a little bit. So, okay. so ballet challenging. Yeah. I mean, but so it's one thing to be a kid and to see a ballerina and say, I want to be her mm-hmm. to actually investing in the courses and sticking with it. Cause yeah. I think once, you know, a lot of people will do it and be like, this is hard. Cause ballet yeah. is, challenging i've never actually done a ballet class but just the little bit that i know about it yeah but i mean did you you just had that drive like it just felt right were you just naturally good at it like how did you what made you stick with it i think i am one of the lucky individuals that i found my passion at a very young age so my parents i mean shout out to them they're they are and were amazing they put me in everything um you know i was in horseback riding classical piano my mom wanted me to be a gymnast but did that didn't work out (laughs) dancing close enough um you know but um i remember being in a jazz class and our teacher was like asking us why we wanted to dance or something. I think she was actually getting on to us, but <laughs> that sounds and about like, right. <laughs> um, I remember one kid was like, uh, cause my mom makes me and yeah. I was like, because it's my passion. I was like eight. <laughs> yeah, I know from the get, they're all her. <laughs> um, you know, and it really is like, um, I, I just think I'm lucky that I was able to, and you know that my parents were willing, cause I actually lived in Sandia. I don't know if you know where that is. I do. It's an hour away. Yeah. And they toted me back back and forth like almost every day for wow. all those years when that's such an important thing that you're bringing up is that you know when a kid is passionate about it the parents can recognize yeah. it and will do whatever it takes yeah. to to carry on mm-hmm. that yeah you're right shout so, out to your parents yeah no I mean they're amazing and I'm so blessed I mean I really wouldn't be able to be where I'm at without them um you know a lot a lot of it was like intrinsic drive and you know me Absolutely. staying in it even when it's hard I worked through a few injuries and things like that but at the end of the day like you know when you're 12 how are you going to get yourself to class unless your parents drive you exactly. <laughs> you Man. know so um thankfully I was very blessed in that aspect truly yeah so then you said so you you know were pretty solid in ballet and Mm -hmm. you knew you were good at it knew you loved it but Mm -hmm. then you decided to transition to ballroom and so what inspired that addition to your repertoire so I was also in classical piano and um (laughs) and my uh place I took lessons at they 
they were in a house and they moved out of the house. I think it was some sort of like family member that had to come to the house that had health issues. So she's like, get these kids out of here and put us into a different um, place, like a normal commercial business center. Um, and in the shopping center, I saw a sign for ballroom dancing. And I was like, oh, mom, like, I want to try that. And she was like, OK. So they put me in lessons. And then I actually did my first competition like a month after I started. <laughs> OK, so you're just <laughs> a quick crazy. study. I, I mean, I guess I don't like to like over. <laughs> I'm doing it. <laughs> you just have to agree um, or disagree with yeah, me and I mean, be honest. I, I am pretty quick, honestly. I will say that is something I am proud of and makes my life easy as a dancer. Like yes. I can, I can learn things You're pretty just quickly. A natural. God, that's so cool. Because <laughs> I, I wish I were a good dancer, you know. Yeah. But it's like if I'm trying to learn steps because I've attempted it a time mm-hmm. or two, it's like so obvious. I'm thinking. Yeah. But you can't be in your head. No, I mean. Uh, I feel like on on the high level, right? Yes. You're a high level performance or competitive dancer. You're thinking about stuff, but um, it's like knowing what to think about. We're not usually thinking about like, is it my left or my right? I mean, sometimes we are. (laughs) 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 It's more so like, you know, I have to make sure I'm, you know, I over swivel here or, you know, I have to make sure. And this is while you're in it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You would never know (laughs) the way it literally looks like you y'all's brain just goes blank. Like Mm -hmm. your body just knows what to do. And that's, that's the sign of a good dancer. Yeah. It's just wild. Yeah. I'm like, cause y'all, I, I, I almost feel like, and again, I'm just speaking it from what I think it mm-hmm. is. So please, you know, yeah, steer no, me absolutely. the right way. But almost as though it's a meditative experience. It can be. you're really just. Yeah. It can know. be so therapeutic. Like, honestly, I mean, I know it's not for everyone and everybody has different. But I always think, I mean, it's great for some people. I mean, if that aligns with you in any way, like try it out because yeah. it can be so therapeutic because it's an art form and it's athletic, 100%. you know, exactly. Um, because Ooh, I like I thought about it that way. Yeah, yeah, because like you go to the gym, you lift weights or whatever, like that's athleticism that's a release in itself but are you really getting to like express yourself like yes. if you like want to ad lib on a deadlift like your back is out <laughs> that's you know so what I'm <laughs> that is a really really excellent point you know um whereas in like dancing there's there's room for interpretation you get to dance to music you like um but it's also has that structure and skill form of any other athletic sport that you may pick up yeah so okay. and i just want to say this as well what I love about ballroom dancing where I feel it um, shines from other styles is that it can be done at any age because it can be as high impact or as low impact as you want. Oh, I love that. So, you know, you can start your three-year-old in ballroom um, and you can start ballroom when you're 83. Oh, that's you know? okay. Thank you for sharing that because I'm sure some people are wondering like, yeah. is it too late for me to even no, attempt something? absolutely not. I mean, uh, you know, there's always adult ballet and things like that, but ballet by its nature is hard on your body. Mm-hmm. Like that's why you don't see people who are professional ballerinas still out there being primas when they're 50, 60 years old. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It's just too hard on your body. Yes. They may still be able to dance a little bit, but it's not the same. Mm-hmm. Whereas in ballroom, you can go out there and being competitive. You know, I think the national champions in rhythm right now are like in their mid forties. Wow. So I think that just says a lot. It definitely does. You know, you just wouldn't see that in the ballet world. Yeah. Or the con- commercial dance world. Well, so. and you're p- definitely putting that into a really neat perspective because I think ballet is glamorized mm-hmm. and, and rightfully so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that I think, you know, most people would consider it to be, you know, the the goal, I guess. Sure. Um, and in a lot of ways it is. But yeah. when you're talking about longevity, 
that is a really awesome distinction with ballroom. And so is that, it, it sounds to me also like you're really wise because you had to make a choice mm-hmm. and you ultimately chose ballroom. Yeah. And I know you said that, you know, they work muscles in different ways, but mm-hmm. were you really thinking in terms of like, which one am I going to be doing longer? When yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, there's, you know, I love ballet. I think if you're going to dance, especially if you're a little bit younger, you're going to put your kids in dancing. Ballet is an awesome foundation. Even if they don't go to the highest level, it's a great foundation. It's the foundation for every dancing we do. Yes. Um, dance style. <laughs> I said that yeah. totally wrong. <laughs> I do have a degree, uh, but I'm primarily a dancer. Okay. So, <laughs> you know, um, so yeah, I mean, for me, like, um, number one, I think thinking from a professional point of view, again, not trying to hate on ballet in any capacity, um, from, a money standpoint you can make so much more money um doing ballroom dancing mm-hmm. it's it's a lot more expensive um there's more longevity in it there's yes. different routes you can go and ballet i mean to my understanding of the industry you really are not going to be making money unless you're like a studio owner which mm-hmm. again a lot of people go that route and that's awesome we need studio owners yes but if i'm like okay i want to be a professional dancer and then i want to teach it's like you know as a ballet dancer you may be kind of like in the starving artist type of situation not saying right. that that's the situation for everyone. Yes. But in general, like you're not going to be making these big bucks. And also ballet is highly competitive. And I know ballet dancers try to say like, Oh, we're being so much more like, you know, um, like sensitive to different body types. They're not, Yeah, it's not happening. Like, you know, I have several friends who are professional ballet dancers and you know, you would look at them and they're like a size zero and they get told that they're fat. Like, See, uh, you know, that and kind of environment you, is, it is and it's toxic. And yeah. um, unfortunately, that's just the way that industry is. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, you know, as we're progressing. But again, it goes back to it being so hard on your body. Yes. Right. Obviously, you have to be in shape to be jumping around like that. For sure. Um, but genetically, some people are never going to be able to be this like stick then. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It's just it is what it is. Yeah. 100%. In ballroom. And thanks for bringing that up. Because, yeah. um, <clears throat> you know, a lot of people will assume based on, you know, a size, mm-hmm. like just a visual that they know what you're capable of. But yeah. some, you know, people who are on the thicker side, the, their endurance is incredible. Yeah. You know? And that's the thing. I mean, you can dance at any size. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, like you just have to condition your body just like anybody of any size. Like yes. it's the same. Yes. Um, and that goes back to kind of like the age thing. You know, I can teach someone who's 85 and I can teach someone who's 15 years old. Like, um, but um, what was I going to say? Yeah, because uh, you, you were making. The, sorry, I, I sidetracked okay. you. I'm like, because uh. you were making the comparison. You know, you know, ballet. Here's this kind of culture. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the bene- pros and cons essentially yeah. that you were saying, as opposed to ballet, ballroom, ballroom dancing. Yes, yeah. um, you know, you make more money. It's a little bit more expensive. Um, you can go different routes. You can become a dress designer, studio owner, just a teacher. Teachers make great money. Um, you know, you can become a judge, you can become an event organizer. Oh, nice. Um, so there's a lot of different routes you can go. Um, I also feel like it's just a lot more accepting in general. Not saying it's not competitive. It's just, it's competitive as hell. Yeah. But um, I just feel like it's more accepting. You know what I'm saying? I can go out there, like, I'm big into weightlifting. Like, I can go out there and nice. have kind of this wide back and, like, nobody's going to mark me down for it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, they're, you know? they're just there to see your skills. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like, you know, you, you wear your costume, you do your tan, you have your hair and makeup done but it's not like they're gonna be like oh you know she's 
10 pounds heavier than the other girl. I'm going to mark the other yes. girl better. That's not really yes. the culture. Thank God. Um, <laughs> which is good. Because, I mean, <laughs> girl, you kill it. And all, you know? I mean, all clearly, right? Because you're bringing home, I don't know if it's trophies or ribbons or whatever, but you're, you're bringing yeah. it home. But I'm like, I mean, the makeup, the hair, the cause, the, the, you posted that video of you like coming out with your partner. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> like she is on one right now. Like so good. Uh, and that actually rem- brings me to my next question that I wanted to ask you about. Because ballet, mm-hmm. essentially, you're, well, I guess unless, well, maybe I'm, now that I'm thinking about it, I might have thought completely wrong. But it, it is ballroom always with a partner? So that's an interesting point. <clears throat> Pretty much. Okay. Um, so like if you're wanting to take lessons, you don't have to have a partner. Like okay. absolutely not. You don't have to have a partner. Um, in some organizations like the Fred Astaire organization, they will have competitions. I don't know what they call it, but basically you're just dancing by yourself. Oh, wow. So it's like your own imper- interpretation of the dance without a leader or follow, okay. which is really cool. Yes. Um, they're also starting, I think, gosh, I don't want to say it wrong. Maybe five years ago, they opened up lead and follow to same sex. Okay. Which is really cool, oh, too. fantastic. You know, that because, great. you know, like even from like a practical standpoint of like, I may have a student that, you know, I don't have a male for her to dance with mm. or you know, I do have a male in my studio, but he already has someone in her age division. Yes. It's like, you can still compete. You can still dance with me, you know? Yes. Um, or I may have a student that wants to learn both sides of it. Like, yes. that's cool, you know? So that is cool. They're opening it up a lot more. And because, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, nothing happens overnight, but they're definitely becoming a lot more open. But I mean, ballroom dancing at its core is a partner. Yes. Um, style of dance. But mm-hmm. I mean, absolutely. If you're wanting to come in and learn, you don't have to have a partner. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. But so when you made the choice to leave, ballet which Mm -hmm. was kind of like you and correct me if I'm wrong but you were pretty much solo in your yeah yeah endeavor Mm -hmm. absolutely and then transitioned to ballroom Mm -hmm. and then competing you Uh, have you had to find a partner right and so yeah what goes into that because I feel like you have to have chemistry you you do yeah I mean so at the time I was um I ended up competing professionally with the person who was my teacher excellent he wanted to get back out there and I was just kind of starting I was very green as we would say so it kind of worked out and we competed for like a year and a half together um and then kind of he you know we kind of went in separate directions right Mm. but yeah I mean absolutely it's Honestly, that's half the battle is finding a good partner Mm -hmm. that you mesh with um, and that you have, you know, good chemistry on the dance floor with, that you look good with, size wise, looks wise, that you dance in a way that meshes, you know, you'll have some people that, um, you know, like you, like for me example, I'm a very, I would say aggressive dancer. <laughs> like, but that's um, so fun to watch. Yeah. Cause I mean like my personality, I'm very, um, Again, I don't like to toot my own home, but I just think it's just a fact. I'm very like sweet natured, caring, um, like no, caretaker type you. of person. More, more, you I know, <laughs> or whoever is hearing this, and it's like, yeah, you know? I want y'all to all of y'all to talk about yourselves this way. That's yeah. how it should be. I'm don't just feel bad. A very like sweet natured person, yeah. but when I'm on the floor, like, er, like I'm like growl, like I'm like a, I don't know. I always think like I'm like a tiger or something. Like well, that's kind of like, like an alter ego. It kind is. Of thing. Yeah, that it is totally so is. Cool. So if I dance with a guy, he has to be able to still have that masculine right because yes. if i'm out there and i'm dancing so strong right not necessarily like strong in like a good way but if my style is very aggressive and very sexy and very fast like you have to be masculine enough to still show that you're the masculine there yes you know um yes. so you know you got to make sure 
that's there. If it's not, <laughs> it'll well, be yeah. a good thing. Well, I've, I've always <laughs> been so curious because I'm like, yeah. you have to really trust this person. Like yeah, y'all are do. working together mm-hmm. a lot to streamline this routine and get it all right mm-hmm. and everything. I mean, down to your look, I mean, your presentation, whatever. Yeah. And I mean, so is it like a tryouts thing? Like how, how does it work? Yeah, you know? so you try out. Um, so like, let's say you get hooked up with a partner, whether that's through like a partner search, you know, Facebook group, or maybe your coach hooks you up. Hey, I know someone or you meet someone at a comp or whatever. And a coach would probably have be a good quote unquote matchmaker yeah. because they could know your style. Absolutely. I okay, mean, that a, makes sense. a coach would be like ideal. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times it's just like a geographic thing. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like sense. making sure you find someone that's like all my partners are long distance. Like mm-hmm. who might I with the Corpus? <laughs> like, you know oh, what I'm saying? Bad. Is it like, like, tech, like within Texas? Or it like can beyond? be. I mean, it would be really hard to dance with someone outside of Texas yeah. for sure. But um, yeah, I mean like my last partner. So I, um, I was dancing with a guy from Houston. I was dancing with a guy from Austin. Um, I'm still dancing with a guy from Austin. I'm not dancing with the guy from Houston anymore, but mm-hmm. yeah, I mean you, you try out. So basically you would, okay, yeah, I want to dance. Okay, cool. <laughs> enough okay cool um <laughs> you know all that jazz and it's like okay let's meet up and some people will want to do the tryout just by themselves like okay you and i just get together we'll dance some basics see if we like each other mm-hmm. cool some people will bring a coach on to the first tryout okay. and the coach will give us choreography and we'll dance it through and the coach will be like i've never done a tryout where the coach was like no um <laughs> <laughs> nice but um you know i've had tryouts where i was like new yeah, <laughs> um, yeah you but, knew instinctively yeah yeah i mean because you have to like that person as a person as well um yes because you're gonna spend a lot of time with them Absolutely. you know um you can keep it as professional as you want but at the end of the day you're gonna be traveling with that person you're gonna be working long hours with that person i mean in an ideal world where you live in the same city you're practicing no less than two hours a day wow so um or at least like that's my expectation. Well, but that but the, this this is what I'm saying. Like yeah. the, I'm really stoked about this conversation cuz it, it's really neat to have a one-on-one with an athlete of your caliber. You know what I mean? Cuz a lot you. of people <laughs> always wonder what does it take mm-hmm. to be a, to be a winner and yeah. uh, you know all, all of the above, yeah. you know? So okay, 2 hours a day it's hard. minimum. <laughs> oh, well, for sure, but yeah. I mean if you love it, which you obviously yeah. do, you have to. Yeah. If you don't love it, you will never make it. Because if you don't love it with every fiber of your being, you won't do it. Yeah. It's it's countless hours of work. Like when I first started prepping to like be a professional, that consumed my life. Like I was homeschooled at the time, right? Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if I told you I was homeschooled. Uh, yeah, yes, we, you I did. touched on it, right? Yeah. Homeschooled. So I would get up, I'd do my school, I'd wake up super early, and then I would go to the studio. And I would listen to people teach so I could learn. I would watch YouTube videos of, like the people I looked wow. up to. I would get in the mirror and I would go through my routines. I'd practice with ankle weights. I, wow. Like my whole life was dancing. I mean, that was like from the time I woke up outside of my school. It was all centered around dancing, my own dancing, my teaching. Um, I would work out just for <laughs> my endurance for dancing. Wow. Um, if you don't do that, like, you won't make it. But, I mean, what – you were 13? So, when I started dancing that hard, I was 16. Okay, 16. Mm-hmm. But even still, I'm like – you know, I'm thinking about what I was doing at 16. And yeah. it was not that <laughs> – like, there was not that kind of discipline yeah. at all. I mean, yeah. you know, I was fine. I mean, I made yeah, good yeah, grades, yeah. whatever. But you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I I don't think even now I've ever dedicated myself that hard to something. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, yeah, it was intense. I mean, like, I didn't date. Like, I didn't go to prom. I, I didn't do any of that. You didn't I miss was, anything. With no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, even anything. now, I'm like, 
like, uh, <laughs> you know, but like, that's what I'm saying. Like, that was my priority. Like, that was all I cared about, you know, and so even awesome. like my family. I mean, you know, luckily, you know, I, like I said, my family's awesome. I've been able to kind of like mend some of that. But even at that time, because I was so lasered in like I remember having conversations with my family where they're just like you just don't care and I was like if oh, I wow. have to pick between I remember, is this like not the best I don't know that I would say this now but like I mean in reality when you're that when you love something that much I was like if I have to pick between my dancing and like having a relationship with you I'll pick the dancing every time yeah and I was hey, like you 17 keeping it, keeping it real. yeah I mean and that's the thing it's like you know again you have to love it that much like it has it has to be there or it's not there. Yeah. Well, no, but I but I, that's what I don't think people fully get. No, is like this is what don't. we're talking about. You know what I mean? Like you will be sacrificing time with family, time with yep. friends, um, quote unquote, free time. It yeah. is sacrifice so you can be the best. Yeah. Like I think about one of my favorite documentaries, The Last Dance with Michael Jordan. Like you are on par with Michael Jordan. Like this is the way. Oh, my, my gosh. Michael <laughs> Jordan talks. I don't know about all that, but yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like th- this is what makes it's a mentality. Yes. It, I mean, yeah. it, it's really hard to come by because it's one mm-hmm. thing to say it, but it's another thing to do, do it, it. And you are straight up doing it. That's what I'm saying. Thank like you. you're, you're definitely like in the same kind of mindset. Like I, again, I'm just like thrilled. Thank that, you. That you're here in my That's house. so sweet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, truly. Um, so another thing I wanted to talk about, um, cause again, I've always been fascinated by dance. I know I'm not the only one is I feel as though you really have to be, very comfortable and aware of your body and like its capabilities and everything. Like you have to have a a really great relationship with it. Yeah. Was that something that came naturally or did you kind of have to build Um, that up? So I think like the comfortability and like the awareness are different things. So like, um, at least for me personally, so awareness, yeah, hundred percent. But I've been, I mean, I kind of, it's hard for me to relate to someone who's not like, aware like hey this is your right lat like goes down to your wrist like mm-hmm. whatever like just a very keen awareness um like proprioception of your body mm-hmm. because I've been doing it for such a young age you know I've been having people like get their hands on me and like hey you know you need to extend your left rib cage whatever right, like right so <clears throat> that's called that's kind of all I've ever known you absolutely have to have that to be a high level dancer and that can be taught mm-hmm. totally as far as like comfortability I mean um you you know, I, I mean, gosh, I would say that's a different story. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I don't know that I've ever been comfortable in my own body mm-hmm. and, um, I so wish I could never know. I know. I wish you move on the dance floor. It's like yeah. that girl n- no. knows who she is like in all aspects. Yeah. Wild. Yeah, I know. And I think, I think a lot of it too is like, um, and I'm sure, I think every dancer I've ever talked to has, has struggled with this, like just extreme like body dysmorphia and also dealing with um, like you, you comparing yourself to others. And then also like, I need, I need to be better. I need to be faster. At least that's how I feel. Like, yes. you know, I don't think I've ever walked off a competition floor and been like, hoo hoo, good job, Angela. I'm like, that fucking sucks. <laughs> Like, I'm like, most of the time I'm pissed <laughs> off. Like, honestly, like, you know, as like, I'm very easygoing person. I'm a Libra. <laughs> but like when I'm dancing, like I am so intense about it. Like I competed with a partner. It was our first competition, first and only competition we did together. And we walked off and I was like, that fucking sucked. Like we have to do this. We have to fix this. We have to fix this. And he's like, can we just like chill? We haven't even gotten our awards yet. Yeah. And I was like, no, like <laughs> we it's need to fresh. About the next, like, yeah. you know, and um, I think that just comes from like a highly, highly competitive place. I'm not competitive at anything else. Yeah. Only in my dancing. And I think it's just an intensity of like, 
because I love it so much. Yes. It's like, I have to be better, you yes. know, always competing against yourself. And I think again, just, you Ooh, know, I like that. Yeah. you know, it's just because I mean, dancing is subjective as political, right? You know, mm-hmm. we don't have like, that is something I like about the country. They have a scoring system as mm-hmm. well as a ranking system and ballroom. It's only ranking. Um, so it's subjective, right? It's political. I mean, not political. Yeah, it's political. Shut yeah. up. Like, um, <laughs> it's, Any, anytime there are people judging, I feel it, like there's yes. always room for that. It's political. Um, it, you know, it is what it is. So yeah. for me, it's just like, I just want to be better every time I go into the floor. I remember my mom told me, if you can go into a class and take one thing out and make yourself better for it, that's an improvement. And that's something I take like in my dancing, like every time I rehearse, every time I compete, if I can take one thing and like improve, I I'm improving. That. I love you know? that. And, um, because I feel like it's easy to implement, you know, you're not overwhelming yourself by mm-hmm. tearing everything apart necessarily. No, you know, you're focusing on the one thing. Yeah. You, yeah. I love that. Yeah. And you have to find the balance. Cause I mean, someone who's like me, like I'm so, like with that, I'm so intense and I'm so mean to myself about it. Um, so you have to find the balance because sometimes you can just tear yourself down too much and yes. then it's just like frustrating and you're like hurting your own feelings, <laughs> Yes, oh my gosh. you know, but it's like, you know, you have to take that intensity and then apply it, you know? Um, oh, I love that. That, that well right? said. Yeah. So you're Thank dropping you. all sorts of gems. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and I think if you do that, then it's good. It's okay to be intense and harder on yourself. Yes. Um, I don't think you should always give yourself a pat on the back if you don't do, if you could do better. Yeah. You know, I mean, you can go out there and be like, I did the best I can and be realistic about it. But at the same time, I have placements to improve. I need to go get my ass back in the studio and improve. Yes. Ooh, that's good. You know? <laughs> well, also, and I feel like this can be said for a lot of people who are at the top of their game or their field mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever it is that they do, that they tend to struggle with that internal dialogue that you know when it's really good it's motivational and other times you're like oh my god like you know I need to just chill like give myself a break you know and like you said finding that balance but that's so common Mm -hmm. amongst the best of the best yeah so uh again another reason you're sweet like (laughs) maybe maybe (laughs) we'll see hopefully I mean I don't like to say that I'm like analyzing you but I'm recognizing like these qualities in you so I'm also really curious about your first competition ever. Like, were you yeah. nervous or did you go into it like, I'm going to kill it? Like, you know, <laughs> h- how did it go? And what what um, particular style was it in? So my first competition was a ballroom competition. It was in South Padre, Texas. Ooh, so nice. cute, right? I was 12. <laughs> I think it was like around my 12th birthday. Um, you know, I was a really like confident kid. Like, I would That's say so sometimes cool. I get like nerves now as an adult. And I look back and I'm like, what the hell happened to like my nerves of steel when I was a kid? Yeah. Um, I think now it's just like, I don't know, just being more neurotic and in my head, but, yeah, um, and I think yeah. as we get older, more life experience yeah. makes us more We're like, wait, cautious or something. Absolutely. Um, but no, as a kid, I mean, just nerves of steel. I don't care. I'll dance for anyone, anytime, any place, bring it like, and very That's confident, so awesome. um, happy to be there. You know, I would never describe myself as like, um, cocky as a kid, at least in my perception of my memory. Yeah, but like, hey, anybody else? Was I, that cocky? I, I'm all, uh, was, was I, <laughs> um, maybe I, I was just really confident. I mean, I was like, just happy to be there. I'm going to go dance. Like, cool. I don't remember being nervous, maybe like a little bit, but I don't remember being nervous at all. I don't remember really any time being nervous as a kid, as an adult. Yes. <laughs> but still, like, how neat is that? 
that, you know? Yeah. I mean, how many people can say that? That's that's amazing. And fun. so was the, this was the competition that you did with your instructor? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, how did it go? It went really well. I think to my understanding, I won, if okay. I remember correctly. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, awesome. um, it was great. I mean, it was a great um, experience. I do remember he, it was a smaller competition. Mm-hmm. And um, he, the guy that used to teach me, who's kind of like a jokester a little bit. And I remember I was doing this dance called Mambo. And he had told the DJ, like, hey, um, we're doing this dance, like, like slowly speed it up so it gets faster and faster and he did that and I just remember being like this is is this getting faster like (laughs) what the heck is happening you know but he was like yeah and so that was kind of a funny little thing my grandparents came to watch me and they always like will tell that story so I mean you were literally adjusting like the as I was of going, moves. I bet yeah. that was cool to watch. Yeah, I mean, everybody talks about it still. Yeah. I, I, I have like a blurred <laughs> memory of it, but everybody well, talks about it still. Yeah, is, I mean, just so neat. Like, I love hearing that. You know, you decided you did ballroom. You competed, started competing like a month later, right? And yeah. then just like kill, killed it from the get. You're you sweet, know what I yeah. mean? But I mean, it's facts. Like, <laughs> this is exactly what you just told me. So you've been dancing, you have all this experience, mm-hmm. like you're killing it like competitively. Yeah. And so what made you decide, you know what, I think I can, you know, help others learn how to dance as well. So I've been instructing and, you know, I was doing really well with that. Um, at one point, you know, from a pro-am perspective, I was one of the top females yes, teachers in the country. Yeah, you were awarded top <laughs> kind of female proud of teacher. that. Yeah. Uh, you should um, be proud um, of that. I was one of the top female teachers. And in then the country. <laughs> yeah. Country. Um, so that's great. Wow. You know, um, I was doing really well with that. Um, I love doing pro-am. I love working with students, competing with students. I really do. I'm very passionate about that as well. Um, so where I was teaching at the time, uh, I was just having a little bit of some professional differences with the owner. I decided to, you know, kind of split and do my own studio. I had a, you know, I didn't really like have any ambition of like, I want to be a studio owner, but, um, I love teaching Mm -hmm. and I loved managing and everyone kept telling me, you need to open your own studio. You need to open your studio. And And then it kind of got to the point where I was like, I kind of might need to. (laughs) And then, um, everything kind of just aligned. I opened it obviously, you know, in hindsight, I opened it right before COVID. Like, Oh, shoot. I don't think I knew that. Yeah. Five months before COVID. I had to shut down for three months. It was terrible. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was, it was rowdy. But everything that I heard about your ballroom was amazing. Thank you yeah, so everything. much. <laughs> like, like people were like, I mean, I can't even remember where I saw somebody shared it or there was mm-hmm. some event going on yeah. or something. And I'm like, we have this? Like, yeah. amazing. Thank you. I, you know, um, I will say, I kind of want to brag on my team and the space. The space was gorgeous. Yes. I was so lucky that I got to design the space from scratch. Like I picked the texture on the walls. Like wow. everything from scratch. It was gorgeous. Yes. Um, and my team that I put together of staff was phenomenal. Um, I cherry pick people from the community that are like the best of the best, Ooh. like um, in their all their styles and kind of something that was unique about the studio. And is by that styles, you mean different dance styles. Okay. okay. Yeah, because I mean, we did more than ballroom, mm-hmm. you know, and that was something I, I wanted it to be like um, a place where everybody can go to dance or something for everyone. Like mom can go take salsa while you know, babies doing ballet, like that type of thing. And it really did manifest itself into that. I mean, I had a, like, I cannot speak highly enough of my staff. Like, I mean, just fabulous. All of them fabulous in their own regard. Um, we really had a strong team of instructors. Like I can't brag on them enough. They're fabulous. Well, I think it's amazing that you had the wherewithal to make it happen. You know what I mean? Like you established the spot Mm -hmm. and, you know, gave 
them the opportunity yeah. to do this mm-hmm. and to teach. Yeah. I mean, incredible. Thank you so much. Yes. No, I'm just like, I mean, so you are still teaching. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I was still teaching. Um, yeah, I was kind of like a little one woman show. Like I was in doing all the admin, all the management management. Um, I was still teaching at the, in the beginning, like bulk of the lessons. And you were um, going to school. Yeah, I was still time. in school. I was a full time student. Yeah, I was crazy. You were nonstop. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't <laughs> even. I look back of like crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I was just doing so much, and um, you know, I would say like especially getting the studio up and running, and then um, like we had an event right off the bat. It was it was badass. Like, mm-hmm. but I will say like I was working seven days a week for I don't even know how long. I did get burnt out uh, for sure, and I was like, oh, I'm so tired. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's a lot. But you know, I learned. Some, I've learned so many things from having the studio, but um, one of the big things I learned early on was like how to manage burnout because like if I'm burnt out, how is the studio going to run? 100%. And so what did you like learn? Tell us. Don't work seven days a week for like four <laughs> months straight. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, but I'm not. Um, yeah. That's important. You have to give yourself breaks because I would just work straight through. Um, and so I just kind of learned to like manage my time where I give myself a day off or two days off every like 14 days. Thank goodness. Oh, but still, um, that is a long yeah. time. Uh, to go without a break yeah and so um I just learned to do that and that was really helpful and then also like um this didn't come until later um (laughs) learning to delegate tasks to others um in the beginning I was very much like I think I came from my background being at the other studio I was like if you want something done right you have to do it yourself and I think that mentality is good to a degree but um you're only one person there's only so many hours in the day and um you have to be able to to delegate tasks to others. And yeah. that was something really important I learned. Um, and you really want to trust the people that you brought yeah. on enough to, to do yeah, that. Yeah, of you course. Know? Absolutely. Yeah, and be a great team. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, okay, first of all, going to school alone is challenging, yeah. right? Yeah. And then owning your own business, which I've never done, the amount of work that goes into that mm-hmm. is astronomical. I mean, yeah. like you said, no, no time off ever. Mm-mm. I mean – is that essentially why you didn't compete for four years was because of you were running the studio? Yeah. I mean, honestly, like my crazy ass, I would have competed if I had a partner. I didn't have a partner. I didn't have a partner. So if I would have had a partner, I would have been in there at midnight practicing. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just didn't have a partner at the time. And um, being at the studio, I really didn't have time to like travel. And it just wasn't a priority. And I yes. was kind of like... If I'm going to be because like at the time I really felt like I was supposed to be like bringing it to Corpus because I just didn't feel like it was here. Really. No, you did bring it to Corpus. And um, sure. I wanted it to like have a better reputation. I wanted it to be more available to all different types of people, young people. Like I just I just wanted to bring a different branding to it. Yes. And so, you know, it wasn't really lining up for me to dance professionally. And I was like, OK. And I kind of, you know, accepted like I'm. I'm probably not going to dance again. Like, mm. whatever. I'm going to really, really mm-hmm. you really thought I did. that, was which that is really sad. Was oh, it was, it was depressing. Like, yeah. honestly, like I couldn't think about it. Cause I just started sobbing oh, and no. like, <laughs> that's when you know that's yeah, I know, I know. And I was just like, I'm just never going to be able to dance again. It's fine. Like, um, but yeah, it just wasn't aligning at the time. And I think, you know, at some point I was like, well, you know, which I think if COVID hadn't happened, you know, the studio would probably be in a very different place. Yes. And like, maybe I wouldn't be able to dance professionally. Um, 
so you know i think everything happens for a reason i yes and i i know some people kind of like wince when that is said but yeah. i totally believe it i think so no i definitely do because i'm like i don't know if this hadn't have happened the way this happened then i wouldn't be doing this exactly i wouldn't have met this person or whatever exactly um because yeah for you to be devastated i mean you're doing something you love with the you know teaching yeah but at the same time you're a heartbroken because mm-hmm. you could potentially not be doing what you really really yeah. love oh my god like oh yeah no but at least you got to like try you know doing the studio thing you yeah know what i absolutely. mean like that takes balls Thank like I, for sure <laughs> like they think about it you know what so yeah. have you always been that person that's like i want to do this i'm gonna do it like we're just gonna see oh how yeah it goes. totally i'm um i did a so at one point too i was like in school i was running the studio and i had like a full-time sales job what? Uh, <laughs> yeah i don't know i look back <laughs> i'm like how did i do that um, I, that sales job didn't last very long. Um, oh, yeah, I got sure. so sick of cold calling people, oh, but I can God. do a mean cold call. But, I bet um, <laughs> you are very convincing. I feel like I'd want to buy something. Thank you. you. Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, at that, <laughs> what was I going to say with that? Um, I don't even remember where I was going with that. Um, uh, what was the... Oh, well, I said it takes balls to oh, open a studio. yeah, yeah. So with that corporation, I had to take some sort of personality assessment. And my boss was like, you're like off the charts and like risk risk-taking really yeah yeah I'm like the type of person I'm just like okay let's do it wow like very um you know I I try not to be I have an impulsive side and I know that as I've gotten older so mm-hmm. I try to like manage that and not be stupid yes um, yes that's an important distinction you know being impulsive doesn't necessarily mean stupid but it can it can yes. yeah so but I think um being a high like high risk taker um you know it kind of opens you up to some things because I think sometimes I get like oh, this is different. This is new. It's scary. I'm just like, I'm going to try it. Yeah, but the fact that you don't <laughs> balk from it, you know what yeah. I mean? I just think that's amazing because the other side of the coin is being scared of everything. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, in my case, it can be overthinking. Or, yeah. Uh, my, my favorite term of late is analysis paralysis. Well, should I? Shouldn't I? Well, if I do this, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. But you're just... You just go and look Let's at do all it. that you've accomplished. Thank you. you. Know? <laughs> yes. I, mean, I just... I really admire people like you because... You show what's possible when you really, you know, keep fear at bay. Because it doesn't seem like you're, I, I'm, you're human. I'm sure you experience sure. fear in some degree, but it's not something that's prevalent in your experience. I wouldn't say fear. I mean, you know, I do. I like I said, like Libra, don't like a lot of conflict. You know, I want to be friends yeah, with everyone. One of my best friends is a Libra. You know <laughs> that kind of dad. stuff. So like, I'll get like a little nervous. Like, oh God, like you know, I have bad news or whatever. But um, no, I mean, I'm like, what's the worst that's gonna happen? Like, it's I'm. I don't I don't know what's what's worse gonna happen like yeah okay I fail okay like whatever it's like, fine yeah okay there doesn't, <laughs> need, to be, there doesn't need to be fear you know there. I, yeah I don't know I think uh, I, yeah I mean I think that's just how I look at it I'm like okay if I don't try I'll probably regret it so I'll, just, I'll try it exactly because that's <laughs> scarier right like looking back and being like why didn't I try or why didn't I do this yeah. as cheesy as it sounds the older I get I'm like it's true that's why you hear it all the time that's why it is a cliche it's totally true so question why finance that's for your degree yeah (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's kind of cool right you're like i'm a badass dancer with a degree in finance thank you um so (laughs) i so i graduated high school when i was 17 so i went to college a little bit early and um i did i honestly didn't really want to go to college at that point because i was like i'm dancing professionally and yeah, I, 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 if I college. had your skill, I wouldn't want to either. And my parents were like, no, we were in college. I was mm-hmm. like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks. Okay. <laughs> so um, I started school, and at that time, I was like, 
you know, obviously dancing, I was like, oh, I'll go kinesiology. Um, I'll, you know, that'll be like the study of the body. It was not at least my experience of kinesiology. It was like all about sports. I'm like, I don't care anything about sports. Like what the hell? So then I took a psych class my first semester and I was like, ooh, psychology. So I added it as a double major. Nice. Still with kinesiology. Then I was like, just kidding. By kinesiology. <laughs> and so I was just psych. And, and then this I was at AM. Yeah, AM okay. Corpus. And I was like, I'm going to be a, like a sex counselor. That was ooh. like my my thing. And I was like, yes. I'm going to do that. And then That's I was cool like, That's a lot of school for like not a lot of money. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, I'm going to be a veterinarian. <laughs> And then I was like, I identify no, with this a little too no, much. No, I don't want to be a veterinarian. I hate science. Absolutely not. And then, um, you know, I kind of just did a little bit of research and it was like, because I, I think like my goal of my degree was like, I want to do something that if for some reason I can't dance anymore or I decide I hate dancing, um, I can still like make good money and Absolutely. have a good career. Yes. And so that was kind of what I was like bouncing back and forth with. And I, I still love psychology. Like for fun, I read psych books all the time. Mm-hmm. Like I'll probably um, go back to school for it, like just for fun at some nice. point, like for a master's. But yes. um, so I love it. Just side note. Just but a master's just, for fun. Just for I, fun. I, 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 love I, I love to learn. I really yes. do. I like school. Um, so anyways, I was like looking it up and I was like finance, like you can make really good money at it. Um, you know, just straight off with the bachelor's like cool. And, um, I, so I have a degree in finance, but I'm really bad at advanced math. Like I'm great at business math, business and accounting math. Yeah. Very good. Um, I mean, is anybody good at advanced math? Some people are. Mathematicians (laughs) and like scientists. Yeah. I mean, some people are, but I, statistics like kicked my ass and I remember I was going to keep psych as my second major, but I had to retake statistics and I, I was so bad. Um, I like looked, I was still double major and I like was looking at, was sitting in class, like looking at my syllabus for statistics and I was like oh uh, final exam in person <laughs> just kidding drop the whole degree because I didn't want to take a final exam in person because I wanted to cheat like awful <laughs> like 100% like I will literally tattletale on myself like literally my math class I finessed all my math classes okay I'm pretty sure everybody does that in at least one class there is one class that they do whatever it takes mm-hmm. to just pass that class yeah like I yes I, I never finessed my way through a finance or an accounting class like I will say I actually did those, you know, um, shout out to some of my, my business professors, phenomenal. Um, but like my straight up maths, like I had one professor for multiple semesters and (laughs) 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 I never made a good grade. And that, so in that particular semester, I didn't have like a buddy to help me. Yeah. And I kept like doing terrible on the tests, and I think he was just so sick of me. I passed the class with like an A or a B and I remember looking and being like, this is how did this happen? Yeah. <laughs> like, did he just give me like way extra credit for coming? Like I was like, hmm. for trying, for I think he was just over me. He's like, get the hell <laughs> out of my sight. Like I'm so over you, Blondie. Like, um, so yeah, my math professors probably absolutely hated oh me. God. Totally finessed my way through that. That's um, hilarious. but the other classes I didn't, yeah. <laughs> I didn't cheat on my other <laughs> classes into my degree, but, <laughs> but you know what though? I, I appreciate that kind of honesty because you weren't going to, attempt to persevere through something that you didn't want to do. Like, no. You, like you said, you looked at that <laughs> syllabus for stats and you're like, no, like I'm this just, isn't going to happen. I don't want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> like some people will like attempt and like be miserable no, and whatever. And, like, I mean, truthfully, that, that's the beauty of higher education. Yeah. That you can do that. Yeah. You know, like, I, I value my happiness and my like peace of mind above all else. Like, 
I, I just I really won't do a whole whole lot unless it's amazing makes me happy. that's so good <laughs> or it aligns with me right I know sometimes yes. like, especially with my dancing and things like that there's sacrifice and things of that nature but if I'm just like I literally hate this making me hate my life I won't do it yeah no and, and you're right like nobody should do that nobody you know? should and I'm sure you know a lot of people will kind of think like okay like and meanwhile I'm working a job that yeah, I like, great. dread going to every day you know but it's an important thing to yeah. bring up you know what I mean because how much time do we have like why prioritize this business's bottom line when I'm feeling like shit. Like I think that's such an important message. So I want to transition back to your teaching. Okay. Because for somebody who's never danced in their life, but they know they're interested in dancing, like Mm -hmm. how do they go about like reaching out to you? Do you do that kind of thing where people like can get a lesson or how you know totally. how does that process work yeah I mean so I think uh, my process is very similar to any process you could be anywhere in the world um you know just look up dance studios in your area depending on what um send a message to them um call them um you know at least in my experience usually uh sending me a message is better um on the Instagram on the Instagram on the website okay email which website um, so the business website is ccballroombythebay.com. Okay. So for the studio, like and that stuff, it's all the same. It's all ccballroombythebay, Gmail, okay. website, whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, sending them a message through whatever, you know, media they have. Yeah. And hey, you know, I'm interested, um, in taking lessons. If you kind of know like what you're interested in, you can mention that, um, or you can just give them a call, leave a voice message, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, they'll get back to you. Um, and you know, set up a time, whether that's a private lesson or a group lesson. I think group lessons are a great way to get your feet wet. Okay. But I know I some like people can be intimidated by that. Yes. Um, being the new person, you know, maybe not a lot of times like my group people, at least in my experience, they've been with me for a long time. Okay. So, you know, people, a new person may walk into my group class and be like, these people are really good. It's like, well, and it, you, if they already have like a relationship with yeah. the instructor, you know, that can be like exactly. extra intimidating. Totally. Yeah. And so I think it just depends what kind of person you are. Um, sometimes people like the group, you know, it's more cost efficient to do group classes. You can a hundred percent, at least with me, some, some, some teachers have the, mindset of like I'm not going to give you very much in a group class because mm-hmm. I'm not getting as much financially from it so if you want to like really learn you have to take privates mm-hmm. um I don't have that mindset I don't feel like you would when no. it comes to dance like you're gonna go hard I get every everything time. my hundred percent no yes. um, <laughs> you know I I think if you can only afford to come to group classes or that's what works in your schedule like I'm not going to not teach you to dance the best that I possibly can. I just don't see that as right. So um, for me, like I'll do the best that I can with you. Obviously it's a group setting, you know, you learn faster on privates, but um, yeah, so it just depends. I mean, some people prefer privates. You will learn faster and more efficiently on private lessons Mm because it's one-on-one. Yes. But um, it's also way more expensive, time consuming. Um, So it really just depends what your goals are and you know, how much time you have and kind of learner you are yes um, but yeah I mean just reaching out and then just getting in the studio I think that's the hardest thing just getting in the front door and then I always recommend like if you think it's something you want to do whether you're learning for an event or you're just this is going to be your hobby get buy a package buy a commitment the first day you're there okay I because love that. um a lot of studios would do like an in- introductory offer buy the introductory offer buy the smallest package whatever like Get yourself in there again. Yes. And like actually give yourself some momentum. That way you can see if it's something you want to invest in time, money, energy wise moving forward. Mm-hmm. And because a lot of times people go the first time like, oh, it's fun. But, you know, oh, I have something next Thursday and I have a birthday dinner. And it's like, oh, I never got back in there. Yes. And so you kind of slow yourself down. But if there's some form of a financial commitment, it's like 
oh, I have these classes. I need to go, I need to go use them, yes. you know? So yeah, I'd say just reach out and, um, don't be scared. <laughs> you know, I know it can be intimidating, but for sure. Yeah. No. I mean, especially somebody coming in and not really knowing what to do, but I mean, so like if you were to do a group class, uh-huh. are they you know, designated like beginner, intermediate, advanced kind of thing? Or is it just like a big mix? Mine aren't just because like, I don't know that I, I I don't see the kind of volume to where I feel that's worth it. Um, I don't really gauge them. I will tell people my classes are beginner to intermediate. Okay. Um, so if I have a group of people who have been taking with me for two years, I'm going to give them something harder. Mm -hmm. Um, if I have all beginners, you know, I can, I will say like, I have the ability to choreograph and, change like on the fly that's so cool some people do not some people have to have like it set out and this is what I'm teaching and like good luck yeah um not the best in our business Mm -hmm. um just because you may have a brand new couple walk in and if you make them feel like they suck because your step is way too advanced or you don't know how to teach to multiple levels yes then um you lost out on business and they lost out on their their dream no (laughs) but you're right you know and I love how your mind works because you really are thinking about it full circle and the experience for the instructor as well as the client and everything so important yeah and I also think like um sometimes you know I'll teach if I have a bunch of beginners but then I have like you know two or three that are like my veterans I'll give them something too. I mean, I'll talk about something that's very technical that they can apply in that step or, you know, dancing's all relative, all, it all kind of like, it's like a pyramid. It all kind of goes on top of each other. So I'm a very technical dancer, you know, I value technique and I value teaching technique. A lot yes. of people don't want to teach technique. No, um, but I love that because that's like the foundational principles of this stuff. You so have important. to learn it. Yes. You have to. And a lot of pe- and a lot of teachers will just teach patterns and patterns and patterns and patterns. Okay, okay. Any like most adults can memorize a pattern: it's left foot, right foot, side to the other side. Like, okay, cool. Yeah. But like, are you actually teaching them how to dance? Right. How to dance efficiently? How to dance nicely? Right. Because there's a difference. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sipping my tea. Like, mm, um. <laughs> But like you said, I mean, that's why you have, you know, clients that like, you know, like you said, keep coming back, you know, keep coming back to these group classes or private lessons or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. That is, I I just learned so much just from this conversation with you. Thank you. Thank you. So, I mean, to anyone, like what advice would you have for somebody who maybe knows what their passion is, but is nervous about pursuing it because they're scared of what could happen? Yeah. What would you say to them? Oh, I mean, just 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 do it be like nike and just do it no i mean i know sometimes like things get in the way like you're like you know and i've had situations like you know or how people like my significant other doesn't support me or you Mm -hmm. know my parents don't support me um if you can find a way to do it in any capacity you won't be sorry you know i love Um, that I love that. You know, I think like nothing worth having comes easy. Yes. Sometimes we have struggles, but you never know how that struggle is going to um, come back around and help someone else or help mm-hmm. yourself in the future. Mm-hmm. So um, I always think if there's like some sort of a roadblock, but you're like, I love this. I want to do it. Like find a way to do it. Even if it's not to the capacity that you want, like at some point it's going to open up. Yes. Um, but if it makes you happy and you love it, like don't let anybody stop you from doing that. Like, yes, that's, I mean, or anything, you know, sometimes like, Oh, I'm too busy. I have this, I have this. It's like make time. Like most people, you can find an hour a week, Agreed. Agreed. you know, Um, like look at your phone usage. Are you on Instagram? Like you could be go taking a class. Like I'm bad about that. Like I think about like, I'm, I love TikTok. (laughs) I'm like TikTok (laughs) obsessed. The whole world loves TikTok. Um, And I'm like, you know, like, damn, Angela, like you could be 
doing abs or something (laughs) 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 go work out don't be just looking at tiktok Um, you know what i'm saying but like that's the thing like if you're like oh i don't have time like look at your phone usage yep oh my gosh that that is definitely i know it's like uh, (laughs) that i heard that loud and clear angela i think you are amazing thank Thank you you so much for being (laughs) here this conversation i think was exactly what i needed and i think probably what anybody listening to this needed um for anybody who's not following angela please do (laughs) on instagram you will not regret it at angela murray um at cc ballroom by the bay if you're interested in dance lessons um i know that you occasionally post like when you're going to be doing uh, certain classes or whatever absolutely so anybody who's interested has questions whatever feel free to reach out to her through the business email or you know whatever it is Mm -hmm. and uh i just can't wait to see what you do next girl thank you you're so sweet i so enjoyed it today (laughs) absolutely